0: Wow!
2: Hello and welcome to the Abroad Japan podcast. Probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host Chris Broad, and we're joined by Pete Donaldson. Hello. I can't speak. How are you doing? We're joined by. Japan's top enthusiast from the UK. Yeah. I've bungled my intro. That's what's happened here. <laughs> That's what's happened here. But hello, yeah. guys. Still jet lagged, still completely what's out of it. What's going on? I'm
1: all right. I'm Very all right, Christopher. So. I mean, I will say that you started that recording uh, that you won't be hearing uh, the listeners at home or wherever you may be. You might be outside. Um, you won't be hearing uh, Chris start the show by going, what was that? What the fuck was that? And then he goes... Welcome to the World Podcast. i was Podcast. Well, now I'm on edge that something might be out of the frame of what I can see on my screen. Something crazy might be happening. You know, something, something absolutely... Oh, I tell you what, when I was in Costa Rica, Chris, you know, like I've been in Japan a, a few times um, and I've never experienced Indeed. an earthquake. Um, I half didn't experience an earthquake. You, what does that even mean? Well, what mean I, half what? I just didn't experience an earthquake, but I could have done because I was in the pool at the hotel and oh. I was flopping around. And I got out, and the the woman who was next to us went, "Did you just did you just experience that earthquake?" I went, "What? <laughs> I, I I was really? there, and I had the chance to experience a little a little tremor because uh, I've never experienced one before, but I was in the pool, so and it's hard to sort of." It's hard to sort of gauge what an earthquake is
2: when you're in a pool, really. Oh, the water's jiggling yeah. around a bit.
1: That's all it does, I it's mean- a jiggle monster.
2: There's some really cool footage of the Fukushima earthquake from last year, mm. where there's like a guy in a bath, and the bath is just looks like it's turning into a tide, put like a a tidal wave pool, and it's just like swishing from side to side. So mm. I kind of picture that happening, but I'm guessing the earthquake wasn't big enough to turn it into like a like a whirlpool, what right. to like, actually create waves, right? <laughs> what do you no, wear? no, it was no. it was very much a just little. <laughs>
1: That's it.
2: <laughs> if you're wondering. You, I didn't answer why I looked behind me And went Oh what's that A minute ago uh, It's basically just a cat uh, There's a cat behind cat me Cat doing stuff I, I, There's been a cat Sitting behind me Mario the cat Has been sitting On a shelf Concealed from view For the last half an hour mm. And all of a sudden I heard something rustling And I was like What the fuck is that A real jump scare And I looked down His little face was there And he looked up at me And he went Meow And that was <laughs> it a Tell him about Japan <laughs>
1: So I get him on the podcast. Good luck. luck. Have a good,
2: have a good show. I sound like Skeletor. Have a good show, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) This cat, Mario's like bilingual. He can speak. I think trilingual. He can speak Japanese, Korean, and English. Can he now? So, for example, (laughs) when I when I when I if I say uh, it's playtime. He mm. sort of looks up at me and wags his tail with delight because he's his favourite thing. Yeah. If you say treat in English, he'll be, he'll be delighted again. Right. If you say kaja in mm. Korean, mm. that means stop it, like get out now. Stop it, get out now. Kaja, kaja. And he'll kaja, like back off and he'll back kaja. away. It's incredible. <laughs> like he knows so many words. He's such a multilingual genius. Yeah. He knows more languages than I do. Lucky what a, bastard. What a clever little cat. Wish I knew some Korean. I don't know anything. <laughs> I
1: know. What? ha chang shu Do you think it might be where's the toilet? I think it shu Of course it is. I think it is. The and one was, phrase, Pete Glass And the classic, and the classic un ha Gosh.
2: Yeah, it's a cool language. I'd love to learn it. Yeah. Um, but Pete and I have just got back from our trips around the world. I've got back from a drip. A, tri- a drip. <laughs> a, drip. <laughs> a little drip. Christ. Jet. I got back from a journey around the world.
1: Around the world, Christ <laughs> drip, drips Christ drip, uh, wearing Christ's drip. I'm just wearing a big robe. And uh, oh, uh, Chris, I, uh, I, I, you gave your recommendation Tokyo Vice uh, that you watched uh, all the way through. In, oh yes, last week on, on, yeah. on flight. Um, and I didn't give mine. I instead of watching. Uh, I wanted to watch the film Bros which is is it Billy Eichner who uh, who who wrote that one it's basically a kind of uh, a a gay rom-com basically and it's um, and it's notable because there aren't many of those uh, out there um, certainly coming out in Hollywood Um, it didn't Mm. do very well first weekend first couple of weeks and uh, I think the writer basically said it's because the straight people didn't come out and then the gay people went there's enough of us to make a success don't worry about (laughs) it mate Maybe we just didn't like your film. Uh and uh, it was alright. That was that was absolutely fine. But the TV show that I want to talk about, Flatbush Mr. Bean No, not Mr. Bean. Flatbush Mr. Meaners. Flatbush Mr. Meaners. I, I think it was based off a uh, like a YouTube uh, series or whatever. Uh but it's basically a very um a very rough-and-ready sort of... Uh, light sort of sitcom. Uh, two guys just trying to thrive in their new surroundings of of Flatbush in uh, Brooklyn. And uh, <laughs> it's really difficult. The place is a bit of a dump, and it's dangerous and frightening. Uh, but it's really fucking funny. And although the main... It's clearly written by... This this a guy called Kevin Isaw or Isor and mm. Dan Perlman and they are both in it. Um, and one of the character one of you sort of get the feeling that one of the characters can't act that all that well, but it still works in spite of it. If you know what I mean,
2: the character can't act. The, Sorry, the actor, the, the can't, actor can't act, act, act well.
1: Out very well. So yeah, so it's uh, Dan Perlman. Uh, I I I I think the show's excellent. He's like he's kind of he sort of delivers his lines. Quite quite stiffly, but I think that's kind of its charm. Uh, but yeah, it's mm. fucking brilliant. Uh, Flatbush misdemeanors. I watched the first season on the plane. Don't know what happens in the second season. It might be terrible. Uh, but yeah, yeah, fantastic stuff. Uh, two thumbs up. Uh, if you've watched it, well done you. If you haven't, have a look.
2: <laughs> All right, I've actually got a recommendation on the plane as well as binge watching Tokyo Vice, which, mm. as I said last week, guys, definitely give a give it a watch. It's one mm. of the better Western TV shows slash movies made in Japan recent mm. memory. Uh, I also watched a film called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Have you heard of that?
1: That Nicolas is Cage. Nicolas
2: Cage, yes. That was a lot of fun. Andre Pascal. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool watching Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage basically plays himself. Hmm. It's about him being a washed-up actor as himself hmm. in real life. Um, I don't know how serious to take that. Like, I know Nicolas Cage's career has been... A rather bizarre career The last ten years He's made some pretty good films mm. But this is really This is really good fun And Pedro Pascal Was, was brilliant as always mm. He's on a bit of a Having a bit of a home run At the moment After The Last of Us And The Mandalorian mm. and Game of Thrones And everything that he's in I don't know how he keeps Picking the right projects <laughs> uh, Not so sure about Wonder Woman Maybe Wonder Woman was a, Was in Wonder Woman? A bit I of a mistake yeah, he's in Wonder see. Woman 2 ah, uh, we, can, we can forget he's that one Hulk, he? <laughs> he was a side character It doesn't matter He's got yeah. a. <laughs> Trammelled He's got a, a perfect record As Pedro Pascal <laughs> And uh, yeah Unbearable weight Massive talent If you're a Nicolas Cage fan Growing up in the 90s Nicolas Cage Was everything From Face Off And Con Air To What was that other one The Rock Remember The Rock With Sean Connery Yeah Breaking into Alcatraz Course That's rider. a classic and Skull yeah, for a Head 8mm yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or 9mm Can't remember 10mm uh, Yeah, <laughs> Actually, yeah. <laughs> I really like Um Oh what's the one where he's an arms dealer Lord of War That's right, a cracking good okay, yeah, film yeah, yeah, yeah. Lord of War I don't think I've ever seen that That's a from- banger
1: I actually. Um, You'll love it. Oh, a couple of deep. other uh, recommendations um, from the plane uh, that we didn't get to last week: um, Washing your hands. It's pod- gonna go be the a Go the to the toilet. Go in the toilet. And wash just, your hands. Have a bit of orange juice. Just two things you might want to try. <laughs> not on a plane. Uh, wash your hands. Uh, I don't know. Uh, do a poo. Um, and, uh, and 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 yeah, maybe um, just have a bit of orange juice. I mean, if you've never tried orange juice, uh, it is available off planes. Uh, and so just yeah, just enjoy, guys.
2: <laughs> It's just not the same, though, is it? It's not, not the shame. same. Not the same. It's not the same. Have orange, <laughs> I did have orange juice on the first opening five minutes of my flight back to Japan as well. It was wonderful. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there you go. Film recommendations. That could be a good podcast, just people mm. on planes, what they've watched, what they've seen <laughs> on a flight, explained yeah. and described. I don't know. If I was going to ever set up another podcast, uh, I probably would be about films. Mm. Uh, but I feel like you do need to think a bit more critically and I'm not sure I do that Me it's just got going, oh, I like that scene with the gun it's I like good in it when Nicholas Kane shot Ha-ha. the wall it was brilliant <laughs> it was good but the action scene was just CGI was different it wasn't very good <laughs> was I've got to different. watch Avatar 2 everyone yeah. I've had a few friends who've seen it they said I had a friend, uh, my my editor Dave, who was like, "I hate Avatar. I'm never going to see it." Then yeah. he went and saw it, yeah. and he was like, "It's quite good, actually. It's got CGI, and it's it looks good. It's revel it's revolutionary, and maybe it is. It probably is. James Cameron's very good at taking things up a notch, but mm. I just don't feel that that's a good enough reason for me to see a movie. I never really have. Like, do you remember get, when Ghost in the Shell came out with Scarlett Johansson, and it mm. was it got some criticism because her character was whitewashed to dickens but uh (laughs) but everyone it was a shit film as well it was a real shame because the original anime incredible one of the best like anime films of all time Mm. and then the live action version was just shit it was so bad and everyone was like but the cgi is brilliant it's like i don't give a fuck (laughs) i don't care how good the world looks if there's nothing to cling on to if there's no interesting characters to to hold on to it's just worthless and <laughs> it was a real shame yeah real shame yeah don't know what I'm ranting about now but yeah <laughs> that's the takeaway don't go and watch Ghost of the Shell watch Tokyo Vice and The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent we've got a story from Andreas from Denmark who begins hello Chris the cleric and Pete the paladin I'm Ooh. a Danish university student who's going on an exchange semester in Japan soon which I'm very much looking forward to in 2019 I was doing some touristy travelling around Japan by myself. On the fateful day, I was walking down a path next to the Monkey Mountain in Arashiyama, Kyoto, Pete Dalson's favourite. <laughs> Approaching me were three Japanese people, no less, two girls and a guy, who looked to be in their mid-twenties. As we passed each other, they stopped me and started talking to me in broken English. The conversation was very short and meaningless, pointing at the Monkey Mountain and saying, Banana and monkey. While making monkey noises (laughs) What the fuck I was taken a bit aback As I didn't really understand Their reason for stopping me They didn't even ask Where I was uh, Where I was from uh, Or compliment me on my height Or anything else It was straight into the monkey sounds After (laughs) an awkward minute of nonsense One of the girls Held out her hand To say goodbye I took it to shake it but she quickly pulled it to her face and licked my fucking hand. I was too stunned to say or do anything other than just power walk away (laughs) to the nearest water source in order to wash off this stranger's saliva. Certainly, having told this story to various people, including Japanese people, no one has had quite the same experience, and I don't think... It's part of Japanese culture. Maybe it's a local tradition or maybe I met the one and only monkey mountain handlicker <laughs> in the world. In any case, I didn't have any similar experiences and hope to be free of non-consensual <laughs> hand licking during uh, my uh, exchange semester. Love the podcast, guys. All the best. Andreas from Denmark. Violated by yeah. a Japanese girl. That's very weird. And how to feel about that.
1: That's so strange. What was and going like on? I, I would like it. It sounds very much like um, a bit of a joke and uh, a bit of a power play, but uh, just don't lick it. Maybe like and people, like... Andreas
2: looked delicious. He looked delicious. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he was a delicious.
1: Yeah. It could have gone
2: worse. They could have licked your hand, Andreas, and then just eaten it and just taken a bite out of the hand. Get it back Start like, of a <laughs> fucking movie. Or Last like kind
1: of this. like um, what are those kind of like ice lollies that are like. <laughs> for um fuzzy feet or whatever. Do you remember those ice lollies uh, that were like f- they're like um like they're sweet kind of ice lollies but they're in the shape of a uh in the shape of a foot. Maybe she just had uh, too many of those.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. Yeah. I'm glad I mean that was not too that was kind of around the same time we were there. About a few months after So, you know, we could have bumped into the monkey mountain hand liquor ourselves And that would have been quite a fun addition to the video, to be honest (laughs) That was (laughs) such a ridiculous video uh, Pete and I did in Kyoto Some people go and see the temples and the shrines and the history and the culture We went and looked at a monkey And then we went to a really decrepit street And looked at some dodgy statues (laughs) 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 To be fair, it was quite fun and a, yeah. and a chronically underrated video. It did really badly, that video. Did it? Because oh. nobody, well, cause nobody cares about monkeys, right? For a title of a video, you've got to have something powerful. Really? And I had no and idea, idea that title... I'm going to go... F- I'm fuming. Absolutely fuming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. It might have, might have breached, it might have breached a million Vs now. You never know. You never know. <laughs> I was, To be I fair... Was t- yeah, yeah. When, when a video doesn't do well on a broad Japan, it still tends to do quite well, so... Eventually, Eventually, yeah. yeah.
1: I've I've been obviously we've been doing a bit of um, stuff with our uh, wrestling uh, shop YouTube channel. Trying to get get people watching that, and I found that um, uh, it's quite. It's, it's quite, uh, Reddit's quite a good uh, useful resource To get people um, watching watching your videos uh, Certainly in, in the wrestling space Anyway And uh, I got kicked out Of the biggest wrestling uh, Reddit Because uh, I posted about the videos too many times And the, and the man and the Aww. mod said I was spamming uh, And then so I went in his post history And found a lot of his posts <laughs> That are just him in a Lego forum Posting pictures of his Millennium Falcon He's made out of Lego I'm like, sorry, what's the difference here? I've oh, made God. something I want you to watch it you've made something you want the people on the Lego <laughs> forum to watch it what's the difference and then he banned me immediately because you're not allowed to go through Rightly people's so. post history to point out absolute hypocrisy oh. fucking Lego head <laughs> Pete <laughs> Donaldson the thug in the school playground bully of Reddit. T- to be honest I knew I knew, I knew knew he was going to get rid of me I knew he was going to get rid of me and there's no use for me but I, I didn't want to be there if I could spam about <laughs> my videos
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, you've got to oh, be well. careful on Reddit, you're not allowed to post your own videos ever. And I used to be really lucky, no one does it now, mm. but back when I started doing uh Abroad in Japan, every video was posted on Reddit by right, someone by or someone. Right. I had yeah, a little yeah. bit of a, a fan club on there and mm. uh you know, we had a lot of viral success from that. Mm. And then nobody did it anymore and my channel went down the toilet and <laughs> I, I died to the end. Yeah. And it's yeah, a yeah. shame please if somebody's listening please post the avoid <laughs> Japan videos the to Reddit I'm, I'm to not allowed to do it and I can't really you know I can't <laughs> get my colleagues to do it so if right. you, if I'll you, do I'm it I'll, I'll, get, I'll
1: get fired out what's What's the forum that's really uh, successful just forum slash well, Japan I think
2: they would you no know, they would post it to the Reddit videos page right and uh, videos right used so. to be the really big deal I don't know if anyone watches the Reddit videos page as much anymore who
1: goes to the who goes to reddit forward slash videos well exactly just videos just random videos you got enough I mean the that's what the algorithm is for that's what your personal algorithm is for
2: (laughs) yeah now the trick to go on reddit is just go and look at the page what could possibly go wrong where (laughs) people wheel a bicycle off a mountainside anyway enough about reddit what's (laughs) the story of the week mr donaldson what's going on in the wacky world of japan
1: Oh, we got a mess it. We got a uh, a new story. I've I'm just lost me blumming page to be honest. And and uh helpfully um uh the wonderful Chris Broad has just popped off to uh
2: deal with a cat, I believe. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'll just, just going to fill the for a sec. <laughs> I just I'll let the cat out of my room. Um, yeah. The new story of the week. Japanese this is a great title. Oh, Japanese yes, here makers we are. Got it. of Tropicana, a fined 19 million yen. Mm-hmm. which is probably about $5. 19 million yen, what is that? Uh, I'm going to say it's about $150,000. Yeah. Uh, they're fined 19 million yen for a 100% melon juice that only has actually 2% melon juice. And,
1: oh, and this, good God. And this isn't like your mom and pop um, like setup. This is Tropicana. <laughs> Tropicana. 100%. It's not Natsuki's bathtub. They, yeah. <laughs> it's not Lansky's <Natsuki's> bathtub moonshine. <laughs> this is Tropicana who has a product in Japan that is called Tropicana 100% whole fruit melon taste which you would presume was made of 100% melon by the name. In fact, you would presume that melon is all that's in there. Apparently, this product (laughs) contains only 2% actual melon juice. 2% melon juice. With 98% of the rest of it um, being made up of banana, grape and apple. (laughs) Um, And and it's just like, they just need to stop doing this. Because 100% melon taste... I I I don't know. I mean, I guess just, they're basically saying if you're tasting it, you there's hundred percent melon taste in there. Do you know what I mean? There's I, I you would sort mm. of say if if I drank that and you said to me, Pete, what would you? Say it was in there, hundred percent, and I go, "Well, I can taste melon, so hundred percent melon taste."
2: <laughs> That's really quite sneaky. Oh my god, 100% <laughs> maybe, maybe, melon a, maybe a
1: hundred percent melon taste is disgusting. Imagine actually hundred percent of melon. You are like, "Yeah, we didn't want this. This is disgusting. This is absolutely it's just a fucking foul. melon at that point." Yeah, though. it's just a melon. It's just a I melon. know. I know. You would, would, would probably, probably just, just go drink off,
2: and a piece of melon would just plop out into your mouth. Yeah, I mean, but, but I mean, the fact it's they they've clearly done this thinking ours oh, is clever. Let's yeah. let's make people think this is a hundred percent. But then it's just two percent. That's barely any melon <laughs> that's, at all. That's barely, that's
1: how strong so is melon? Yeah, how strong is
2: is it really?
1: If it's two percent of the carton, is that kind of bit of melon really really strong? It's like sort of like like just just dist, distilled to to a really really strong um, figure. I I don't know. It's 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 an amazing situation though. Really really fun stuff.
2: Now, Tropicana is owned by Kirin mm. in Japan, yeah. like one of Japan's biggest drinks companies. Um, so they're in the firing line. Mm. Tropicana is owned by Pepsi, right, outside of Japan, if I'm not mistaken? Pepsi. Right, okay. Pepsi would never do anything like this. No. Or a far more honourable company. No way. <laughs> Fine company indeed. Uh, Frito Lay or whatever they're called these days. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, as someone who despises all things melon, this is never a problem I'm going to find I'm never going to get into (laughs) I just imagine the the millions of people up and down Japan every morning sticking the straw in being like ah wait a minute that's that's not 100% melon at all. That's, that's barely 10% melon. <laughs> that's at least ninety percent melon.
1: I think... Oh, God. Uh, what, what, I mean, wait until the Japanese find out how much melon's in melon pan. Oh, my God, they're going to be fucking fuming. This isn't even 1% melon.
2: <laughs> God's sake. I don't oh, know what the obsession you. with melon. melons are in Japan. Like, yeah. for example, you know, the melon pan, which is melon bread. Yeah. Bread filled with melon, melon and cream and melon flavour. <laughs> I don't get that. Yeah. Why does that need to be a thing? Curry curry <laughs> pan, like bread filled with curry, I can get behind that. Yeah. But melon, the, the most anemic, boring fruit in the world. Prove me wrong, prove me wrong. I like yeah. watermelon though, watermelon's good. And there is a difference, there's a big there difference. There is, I mean
1: if I was going to choose, I think, if I was going to choose, I had uh, massive access in Costa Rica on my holiday um, to um, papaya, bit of like sort of honeydew melon and, and, and also the watermelon and I just love watermelon I think that, I think it was the, the <laughs> I hadn't had watermelon until I was about 20 and the only <clears throat> the what? only watermelon I tasted as a child a youngster in the northeast was um, when Jolly Ranchers first came over Jolly Ranchers there the was the a water- me- there was a watermelon flavour uh, Jolly yeah. Man- Rancher and it's just like very peppery very peppery sort of strong flavour and uh, yeah it's uh, it was uh, it, it was a revelation to me and then i finally managed to get hold of some of some actual watermelon and uh never look back chris never look back
2: i just look at Pete donaldson now running (laughs) his 45 podcasts it was the power of melon (laughs) to be fair i do eat a lot of watermelons they are good aren't they they are good (laughs) when i think melon melon's just cantaloupe isn't it like the standard sort of melon cantaloupe right
1: uh, yeah, I guess so. A cantaloupe, honeydew. Yeah. I don't know. There's lots of different Ooh, kinds, isn't there?
2: Them. Ugh, gross. They're, they're we the ones you see, They're the ones you
1: see, though. They're the ones you see, but cantaloupe's the ones you see in Japan when they say, you know, melon bear and stuff. Oh, is that a watermelon? I can't remember. It doesn't matter. No, you that's, see yeah, them a, that's lot. a
2: cantaloupe, yeah. 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 Melon bear. Nice. Good old melon bear. Nice, nice. I, I'm off to Hokkaido uh, in just a handful of days, and I'm going to mm. keep an eye out for melon bear, mm. or I'm certainly going to keep an eye out for real bears, although I think they'll be hibernating, right? Bears will be hibernating. They so might it have heard, be right. They might have heard about you eating some of their friends <laughs> recently. Well, They're kicking off the story behind Melon Bear, which if you haven't seen, guys, is the greatest mascot, our favourite mascot in Japan. Mm. It's just uh, a, a a bear. With a melon for a head The story <laughs> goes The Hokkaido brown bear Sunk his teeth Into the delicious mouth-watering Yubari melon Yubari mm. king melon The world's most expensive melon Often costing about Two hundred dollars Per melon mm. And uh, was so enamoured By the flavour <laughs> Of the melons That the bear Turned into melon bear and um so that's, go and that's, look that's it up because it it'll give you nightmares. <laughs> go and look it works, up, it's fucking horrible. <laughs> uh we're <wait laughs> back in just a moment, guys, with your stories, comments and questions in the fax machine. Oh in
0: Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome.
2: Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some well less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got from our listeners this week? Mr. Dolson. We've
1: got a message from Owen. Hello, Cataclysmic Chris and Pregnant Pete. I just found out that my brother will be competing in the Diving World Championships in Fukuoka in July and I will be going on this trip with him. Do you have any recommendations of attractions or locations worth checking out in Fukuoka? Thanks for all the content, guys, and keep up the good work.
2: Delicious, delicious news. That's amazing. That's so cool. Diving World championship. That's mm. badass. I wouldn't have thought... I'd never have thought that I'd be hosted in Fukuoka. Like, Fukuoka's nice. It's got mm. a good bit of sea and whatnot. It's lovely a coastal town. Lovely, lovely bit of sea. Lovely bit but, of
0: sea.
2: But I didn't think diving. I wonder why. But the, it, awesome. It's Enjoy a coastal it. town. What better way to celebrate diving <laughs> than some local Hakata ramen, Tonkotsu yeah. pork broth, very thick, very creamy, very delicious. Mm. Don't go to Ichiran don't do what everyone else does don't go there go to somewhere else just don't go to Ichiran the don't don't, the, yeah, the yeah, don't, feed on, don't
1: feed up don't feed up on Nishitetsu the uh, is that the night market in Tenjin is that the kind of night market oh place? yeah yeah Nishitetsu um, yeah. Don't, don't, don't fill up on that because you'll you'll dive either too well or not well enough <laughs> you'll be too heavy.
2: <laughs> a few pints of uh, pints of Japanese whiskey and 100 uh, percent watermelon juice, and you'll be yeah. ready to go, mate. Yeah. But yeah, no, uh, yeah. The the Atamura town stands, the little stalls alongside the river, are really nice. Mm. Um, I was recently there with Connor, and we went to an a airsoft gun bar where we got yes. drunk and fired Lovely. various ridiculous rifles. Yeah. That was actually really fun. Check yeah. that out. Just type in airsoft gun bar Fukuoka it's actually about a five minute walk from the Yatai Mira. so <laughs> go to Yatai Mira, have some dinner have some yakitori yeah. have some drinks hop over to the airsoft place shoot off some rifles at a wall and then have some ramen but oh, just uh, not Ichiran no you're, you're, you're not an Ichiran fan are you
1: I, I mean, I get confused to be honest about all the all the uh, brands. I'll, I'll walk in, I'll walk in, over order, and then just sort of want to go to sleep. To be honest, Uh got to- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: it's all right. It's yeah. all right. Uh we got one here from Otto. It says, Hi, Chris and Pete. No crazy adjectives here. Yeah. I'll yeah, yeah. nod one out. It's a rarity. I'm a young guy from Sweden that loves to shoot into the podcast in bed before going to sleep, dreaming. Oh, go to Quite sleep. Quite literally Otto. dreaming of Japan. Go to sleep. <laughs> Calm. He's drifting off. He's drifting off. Ah! Wake him up. A oh, murderer at your window. Horrible. Uh. <laughs> Do you have. <laughs> Recommendations for good onsen, hot springs near Narita or Haneda Airport that are of good enough quality for an authentic Japanese experience or are there the only good ones out on the countryside, hours from Tokyo and only accessible by car? Best wishes, Otto. I am afraid I do not know Otto. What I will say is if... Yeah, I think if there's probably some in Narita and Narita is technically the countryside Narita's uh, about an hour east of Tokyo whereas Haneda's in a, on an artificial island on the coast of Tokyo and I don't think there's any there there used to be a really good um, there used to be a good onsen near Haneda called uh, Oedo Onsen but unfortunately it closed um, but no Narita just type in like onsen near Narita and there should be quite a few around there because it is the countryside mm. and also failing that there are public baths uh, sento which you could go to as well, but uh, yeah, unfortunately, I don't really know. You don't know, do you, Pete? No, not a bloody throw. <laughs> no, not, not a bloody throw. Not a bloody Useless, mate. Useless. <laughs> useless. But no, there's there's a few around narrator. Just uh, give it a cheeky Google, and I'm sure some will come up. Uh, got one last one from M, who says, "Hi, Chris and Pete. I'll be interviewing for the Jet program in a few weeks, and had a few questions. I've heard a lot about the views on tattoos in Japan, but what about piercings? Are nose piercings also considered taboo? How about regular?" Ear piercings. Are there any cities in Japan that are more progressive and open-minded about both? Any insight is greatly appreciated. Hope you're both well. Best uh, M from the US. Tattoos shouldn't really be an issue as long as they're concealable, like they're on your arms or back, or you could, you know, just put a shirt over them and hide them. You know, I knew a guy who had full arm-length tattoos, uh, and he just wore a shirt and kept them hidden at all times. Ear piercings are fine. Nose piercings are not fine so far as I know. Uh, I would recommend hiding that the day of the interview. <laughs> uh, yeah, just 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 yeah. And <laughs> uh, with the tattoos, yeah, I- I'd uh, encourage hiding them to be honest. I- I'm sure they're not it's not actually a written rule that tattoos equals not getting on the Jet programme. But I feel like they might be a bit unfavourable. Mm. Um, I actually met uh, a friend who was working for the jet program as a uh, as an interviewer and he told me all the secrets to, to how to get on the jet program. Oh, that's Apparently, interesting. Secrets revealed with Broad Japan. Yeah. Apparently, if you have any um you show any knowledge of learning Japanese. Okay. Uh that's it. Like that. That. Top that. The re- that's the most powerful thing you can have. Really. And it, you don't even have Nihonga to demonstrate Jiu-Jitsu. that you really know it. Yeah. Just turn up and be like, "Oh, Pete Des. I've <laughs> like,
1: I've bought Japanese <laughs> for dummies. Mas. Oh, this old thing. <laughs> just a little book, A little dictionary. Oh, this old well, thing. Well, that's what I do. Hang it off your piercing
2: <laughs> well, I I wrote that I'd had uh, some classes in Japanese, which I right. had to be fair. Yeah. I had a few, but I'd learnt fuck all. I'd learnt nothing, and it was rubbish, and they weren't good. But I put it down anyway, and. They sort of said, "Oh, are you learning Japanese?" I went, "Yeah." They didn't right. test me on it, thank God. <laughs> okay. And I think that that would have that would have been like, "Oh, ten points." Put put that on, you know, ten points. But he said they uh, they they tested one guy who was like, "Yeah, I'm learning Japanese," hmm. and they tested him, and he was just shit. He couldn't speak any Japanese at all. <laughs> but they still gave him the points. Like apparently, they still gave you points. Still- ah. You've shown you've done something, right? <laughs> you've so, said something. You've said that you just tell a big well, lie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wrote, uh. I wrote in my book, I wrote in my application that I read a book about wabi-sabi, Buddhist, the art of impermeance and all this bollocks. And they asked me what it was. And I went, oh, it's too difficult to explain, isn't it, wabi-sabi? And the guy <laughs> tested me and went, oh, oh, yeah, now uh, the I agree, it's funny. difficult. This is just all uh-huh. nonsense, isn't it? You were just bitter. You didn't get on. Beluffing it? It's left, right and centre. <laughs> what, what I found is uh, Three people I know Who didn't get on Who are all very qua- qua- Overqualified You My good friend Nick uh, Who's a genius And also Ludwig the uh, mm. One of the world's Biggest streamers a good friend All three of you Didn't get on All three of you Put Tokyo down On your application I didn't I put did Corbis I
1: have a bit of them have one of oh, them Oh fuck I want them all right. fingers I put,
2: I put Corby down as well Did you? Why'd ah. you put Corby down? Why'd you put it down?
1: I just like you the sound of that. it I just like the sound of it To be oh, honest
2: fuck. Yeah. And I, and I fucked it Because I'm right. rubbish That's why you didn't go on
1: Not a big game
2: player <laughs> no. Well at least I had a reason For going to Corby I said I wanted the Wagyu beef If you just went Oh it sounds good Then all that's, right. that's <laughs> Yeah I would have thrown Your <laughs> son- application <laughs> in the bin To be honest <laughs> Jesus Spelling it Four letters <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Yeah. yeah, neither Peter nor I ended up in Corbett. We did go yeah. there and have a nice bit of Wagyu beef and and roll around in a park. It was good fun. <laughs> I'm sure we'll be back again soon. Yeah. Good luck to you, Em. Though all the best, yep. and remember to, at the very least, lie about knowing Japanese. Honestly, <laughs> the jet program, I, I you know, as uh, the amount of people that get through, he probably shouldn't. The amount of people I met who. I wondered how the fuck they passed the application process. <laughs> Speaking to my friends and and how they screened them, it's 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 very much weighted for. Yeah, I'll I, I'll go into it another time. It's Ooh. it's a rant for another occasion. But point is, just get those get those nose piercings out for the interview <laughs> and just say Otashua <laughs> Emides America yep. Jindes. Play the gosh, game. Play
1: the game. Once you've Pro signed point. the contract, you're over there. It's very it's a lot harder to get rid of yet. <laughs>
2: That's all I'm saying. Just, all right? Yeah. Just don't speak any Japanese at all. It's yeah. just, just make it a point. Just be <laughs> I'm through now. Keep the stories, questions, comments coming into to Abroad Japan Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back later in the week to do all over again, guys. But for now, no matter where you might be, out there in the big wide world, have yourself a great few days. We'll see you right back here to do it all over again on the Abraham Japan podcast. Bye for now. Have a good one. Bye.
1: Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.